Welcome to the Cambi Spotlight. I'm Michael Morris, a partner manager here at Cambi. Three years have passed since the Supreme Court struck down PASPA, and that historic day in May 2018 was a highly anticipated and seismic moment for the global betting and gaming industry. Opening the door to regulated sports wagering to all U.S. states for the first time, sports betting is now live in more than 20 and was worth nearly $1.5 billion in annual gross revenue in 2020, with plenty of scope for considerable growth in the future. In fact, estimates suggest this could rise to $11 billion in GGR by 2025. Canby is live in generating revenue in 14 of those states and took the historic first legal online sports wager post-PASPA, which took place in the state of New Jersey, the state which led the legal battle to see PASPA overturned in the Supreme Court. This three-part podcast series will offer a look back at PASPA's repeal and how Canby has capitalized over the last three years to become the leading supplier of sports betting technology to licensed operators in the U.S. market. Phil Richards, Canby's Senior VP of Finance, reflects on the reaction within the Canby business when the news broke of the Supreme Court's decision. Yeah, it's amazing when you said it's been three years since the repeal. That's gone absolutely rapidly. I can't imagine what would have happened if it weren't repealed. Because uh, I do remember at the time it was very much a, uh, we were on hooks as to whether it was going to go go the way or, or, or whether it wasn't going to be repealed. It definitely wasn't a, a surefire thing, but we wanted to make sure that if it was, it was such a large market that we were positioned from day one to take advantage of this. Traveling on business and working from Canby's Philippines office at the time, CEO Christian Nyland thinks back on how he received the news. Yes, I remember it uh, very well. I think, as you said, I mean, every second week uh, there was a Supreme Court announcement and, and uh, you hoped that uh, they would announce something around PASPA. And it, uh, yeah, it was quite a few meetings until it happened. Uh, when it actually did happen, I was uh, traveling, I was in Manila. Uh, so it was very late uh, evening in Manila and I was... Uh, uh, sitting on a rooftop bar uh, uh, with some of our colleagues uh, from a Manila office and, and uh, uh, my mobile phone started to, to, to buzzing with messages from all over the place. So it was just to go back to the office and, and start uh, making some calls uh, uh, to, to uh, start uh, with the final preparations. As the foremost global provider of sports betting technology, Cambi and its senior management team laid the groundwork to become a key player in the U.S. sports betting market well before that historic decision on the 14th of May, 2018. In fact, being action ready for the U.S. and maintaining a commitment to the highest levels of corporate probity was a key reason why Cambi was insistent from day one of its inception that it would never be active in any black or illegal gambling markets. Head sportsbook controller at Cambi, Oliver Lamb, goes into more detail on how Canby had been preparing in the months before Passport was repealed. I think it really began around six months beforehand. I believe it was in December 2017 when there was a Supreme Court hearing where you, we all got a feeling that it was kind of go the way we wanted it to. Um, we were going to get a good judgment. Um, so really, to be honest, things started kicking in around then. And I recall a few of us, we luckily got to go and visit the uh, the New Jersey DG, the regulator there of the first day that was going to likely regulate sports wagering um, in, in January after that. So we got a good little head start there where we could make ourselves known to the regulator. Um, also get a feel for what their expectations were, because even though we'd been operating in regulated markets for a long time, we knew that 
it was going to be a different kind of relationship with the regulatory bodies over there. Um, so it was good to get that feeling straight away for for you know how they were going to look to run the market, um, introduce ourselves, as I said, and also introduce our service a bit, really, because I don't think they'd really ever seen that kind of sports wagering supplier um, kind of company before, not one like us anyway, which was, I believe, a, much more of a tech company than than they would have seen in the past as well uh, from the sports wagering side. So, yeah, I'd say that the work started very very early on around January or so. And then I think around May, uh, when it when it did, uh, it was officially repealed. Um, it wasn't hugely surprising, I guess. We just knew it was real then and it was going to be showtime. Um, and we knew that the New Jersey regulator was going to want to move fast. Uh, in the end, I think we had around about three months or so to get ready. Um, but luckily by then, we'd, we were already pretty much ready to go. We had our commercial deals in place for a few operators. Um, and and yeah, it it became real, that's for sure. With it looking like a matter of if, not when, PASPA would be struck down, the lead-up to the repeal was a busy time for Camby's commercial team. Having the right partnerships in place to capitalize was a crucial step, and those conversations were taking place well in advance of May 14th to ensure Camby's partners could launch quickly and begin executing an unmatched record of market first that has seen Camby take the first legal wagers in states like New Jersey, New York, Michigan, and Illinois. Soon after that date, Camby had announced strategic partnerships with operators including DraftKings, Parks Casino, and Rush Street Interactive. Phil Richards expands on the steps needed to ensure that Camby hit the ground running. We've done all of our homework beforehand. Um, you know, been been talking to various potential operators uh, well in advance. Um, our legal team were all over uh, the requirements and what states were lining up with the legislation bills from the word go. So, you know, for example, New Jersey had a bill drafted ready to go just to push the button as soon as PASPA was um, was repealed if it was to be repealed so we made sure that we you know we were well aware of what was in that whether we could fulfill the criteria they needed that we had the contacts in place you know whether it's the uh, from from the legal perspective and you know who we needed to know in New Jersey to make sure that our application was being advanced and completed correctly and then going through to all the various stakeholders and making sure that they knew what was required from them when the time came. So, and that really helped us when it comes to being in the position to take the first bet. You know, we we were well well rehearsed. We had all of our sort of ducks in a row. Um, it also helps very much that, you know, being a listed company, we um, it's very transparent, our organisational structure. There's nothing complicated about it. So when it comes to things like, uh, completing the licensing application, the multi-jurisdictional forms, things like that. All the information was readily available there, um, audited it in the public domain. So it was very easy for us to get this message across to the regulators um, and make sure that everyone had had buy-in so that we were able to line up our licensing application as quickly as possible. And that meant that we were there from the word go. Uh, we could, you know, as long as the product was was US ready, which we made sure it was as well, we were able to to take that first bet and really seize the initiative in the U.S. market. As Phil touched on, working closely with regulators and demonstrating a track record of technology that could be tailored efficiently to meet any local requirements was a crucial component in positioning Canby to take the first legal online bet in New Jersey on the 1st of August, 2018. Canby's chief technology officer, Chris Saul, offers his thoughts on how Canby worked with the New Jersey regulator to ensure it could move fast in the build-up to that historic moment. One of the major things is that 10 years of history in making sure we could work in regulated markets meant we had an architecture where we could have components that were specific and critical to meet that market's demands. 
uh, in the lead up, PASPA repeal, you know, it happened kind of all of a sudden. Um, the Supreme Court picked up the case early 17. The oral arguments in late 17 made it clear something could happen. It was very clear we would have to have something deployable in Atlantic City that met, uh, that was critical to the system in its functionality. Um, and our architecture allowed us to do that without having all of our global risk management systems deployed in Atlantic City. We could deploy the necessary parts there and scale that up as we needed to as the market grew. Um, once PASPA was repealed, once the rules were published, we went through them, we understood what they would mean for our system, and then we booked a flight to New Jersey. Um, went to Atlantic City for my first time at least, uh, just before midsummer in 2018. And we went, we sat down in a room with uh, people from the DG, went through the rules and made sure we understood them. Um, and, you know, the, the great thing about engaging with the regulators in that way, and it's one of the things we've seen in the US, the regulators are very interested in engaging with the industry to understand the, the industry so that we all understand what, what, what needs to happen is that uh, we could ask questions and, and they could ask us questions as well. And that meant we, we were really on the same page about what was expected from a technology perspective. Taking that first bet was a hallmark moment on a journey that really began back when Canby was founded more than a decade ago, as Christian Nyland explains. First time we went to, to, to US uh, uh, for Canby was uh, going to Las Vegas in 2011 meeting most of, of the commercial casinos uh, uh, in Vegas at that time. Uh, and I came back and said, uh, it's at least five years un until something will happen on sports betting in, in, uh, in the US. Um, so we just uh, left it there for a while. Uh, however exciting it was, it just wasn't uh, enough uh, there to, to, to get it to happen. Um, but then I would say maybe 2016 somewhere uh, you started to feel that okay now it's really a lot of signs pointing towards uh, sports betting becoming uh, uh, legalized at some point. Uh, um, I think the, the introduction and legalization of uh, uh, daily fantasy sports which virtually is uh, fixed on is sports betting i would say also was something that uh, was a clear indicator that that uh, betting will be allowed at some point um, so so i think we started to, to to look a little bit more at it and then of course uh, uh, with new york's uh, uh, ambition to, to, to get this done. Uh, I think in, in 2017, we really started to, to look at it more as, okay, we need to start preparing for, for, for uh, US opening. And, and then we started to, to look at some uh, key customers as well, uh, that, that could be interesting and started to, to think about the technology and the, the sports as well to, to, to be as ready as possible uh, when passport happened. A company that was just at the beginning of its sports betting journey in the U.S. had clearly demonstrated the caliber of its technology, and the trust both partners and regulators alike had in its ability to deliver engaging and compliant sports betting experience to U.S. players by taking the first legal online bet in New Jersey. For Canby, 
uh, not at all known in the US to to, to be uh, first out uh, in uh, in New Jersey was uh, really really important, and, and I think uh, it has helped us uh, building the brand in in US uh, uh, after that as well. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the Cami Spotlight. A look back at the repeal of PASPA and how Cambi prepared to launch its sports betting offer on U.S. shores. Tune in to episode two, where we'll go into more depth on how Cambi scaled up its presence in the U.S., entering more states with more partners joining the Cambi network as Cambi built up its U.S. office. Thanks again and see you next time.